You are listening to The Sauna Show, a podcast that explores new ways to combat modern life and reclaim your health and vitality. My name is Sebastian Miro and I'm the CEO of Clearlight Saunas International and a passionate entrepreneur and health enthusiast. I'm sitting down with scientists, holistic health practitioners and change makers in the wellness space to talk about all things detox, health and happiness. Have you ever been in this position that you intuitively knew that something is wrong with you, but when you go to a doctor or even an expert, they can't really find anything in particular that is not going well for your body. All you know is, I'm sick, I have all these symptoms, and I need to do something, but what? My name is Sebastian from The Sauna Show, and I had Loni Jane with me. And Loni Jane is an educator, has a really strong followership on Instagram, and uh, spends a lot of time in educating people on what they could do in that situation and so she shares that her journey with us which is um, which is really heartwarming and one of the major things that put her on the right track is realizing that she was really mineral deficient and that she started when starting to eat nutrient dense mineral rich foods suddenly life came back to her and she she kept going and brought the exercise into it and brought the infrared sauna in it and many other things that she would share with us and uh, has become an extremely healthy and vibrant and joyous person and that is what you can learn when you when you actually go to deep places to dark places like Lonnie did so I'm really grateful that she went there and she came back and explained to to us what can help for, help us in these situations without further ado here's Lonnie so welcome on the show Lonnie Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us about health, saunas, and everything in between. And um, you had quite a journey, eh? So thank you very much on on, your, on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be talking with you, Sebastian. Yes, yes, finally, <laughs> finally. So you you have helped so many people and educated them through your books, through your interaction with social, as well as many other ways, mm -hmm. and, and really enabled other people. But how did you get actually into this, this topic? Yep. So I started... Um, well, in terms of sharing, I guess, and impacting other people, it was never about anyone else at the start. Yeah. Um, I just happened to start Instagram when it first came out, uh, I think about 10 years ago. Well, I think it was about 10 years ago, yeah. nine, 10 years ago. Mm. And um, I was working full time um, in the action sports industry as a photographer and graphic designer. And I always loved taking photos. And my co-worker said, oh, have you seen this new app? Um <laughs> you can upload your photos. I'm like, I've got Facebook. Like I don't need, yeah. I don't need to do that. And he's like, no, it's cool. You can put like these cool, like retro filters and stuff on your photos. So that's where my Instagram started. And you can see that all still there. You, oh, you still can there. go way cool. back. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, I just started sharing photos and stuff. And then I had some, um, some really like horrible health issues back then in my early twenties. Um, which I'll sort of lightly touch on. It's a, obviously quite a long story, but um, some of the symptoms and the issues that I had were severe digestive problems. I had parasites, dengue fever, CMV virus, HBV, candida, acne, <laughs> cellulite. I was losing my hair. Um, I had mineral wow. and vitamin deficiencies mm. and um, just a lot of inflammation throughout my body. And to me, it felt like my body was really shutting down and yeah. um, my energy level was so low. I mean, I could try and sleep 15 hours a night but still wake up exhausted. Mm. And, um, yeah, I just I knew something was really wrong um, when, you know, I was pretty much on antibiotics for about a year straight, wow. just constantly sick. Like, I was – every single day I was sick. It mm. doesn't matter if it was just a headache or – the flu or you know something else i just always felt like i had something so um yeah and eventually went to have a regular pap smear done and had um precancerous cells come up and i was just like oh i gotta make i gotta do something mm -hmm. here like mm -hmm. this is just i i could end up with cancer like mm -hmm. i can't this is i'm 20 like two years old like this is crazy so I just used Instagram to share my journey through that transition from being really sick to being really well. I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know where I was going to go. I just shared it as I went. And just for some reason, people gravitated to it. I guess because I had a way, I have a way of sharing inspiring sort of photos or 
maybe captivating people with my writing, which I never thought that I could write anything because I pretty much failed English and my English teacher <laughs> just told me that I was a deadbeat pretty much. Mm. And um, But I always excelled in the arts and I, I'm actually not bad at writing apparently. I've yeah, written yeah. a couple of books now. So yeah, yeah, that's where it really started and sharing that journey and it resonated with people and they gravitated towards it and I just kept sharing, kept sharing, just being authentic to my journey and at, at eight years, eight, nine years down the track, it's, I'm here now and mm. I, I just, I, sometimes I can't even believe like, you know, where it's at and to be able to have healed myself and, um, and facilitate that change just by educating myself mm. and opening my eyes and my mind and relearning pretty much everything I knew about health and wellness, which I didn't know anything really. <laughs> You know, with the commenting f function, I know that you, you you help many people by pointing out certain things that you might might think, you know, is worth them is investigating whether that is for something for them. But yeah. in the early days, this particular, would social media also have helped you putting yourself out there and what you're trying to fix and people actually suggesting, hey, read this book, talk to this person or have something like that? Totally. Or, or, yeah? um, because there's so much help. That's what's amazing about social media. And I think that that's where that's the foundation of social like it's about a community of people helping each other and sharing with each mm. other it never used to be about business at all like back back then it was only about sharing and community um so i definitely got a lot of help and i found people that were like just like me you know just going through a similar journey or wow. people that had already been through the journey and healed themselves mm. and i was like that even inspired me even more to mm. be able to go I can I can change like I can I can actually heal myself and I don't have to be this sick and I don't have to just take the next antibiotic or the you know that sleeping tablet and whatnot because I can I can heal my body like you know I didn't really believe it to be true and Instagram helped me with that because I found those people wow. and they found me so it was it always felt like such a supportive community on social I mean it can be a little bit different now as we sort of just touched on with the amount of opinions that people have on social when you have mm. a large following and because i guess like people come across me now and see where i'm at now and they yeah. don't see where i was you yeah. know 10 years ago um so i always encourage people to say you know you can scroll way back i haven't deleted a single thing mm. there's pictures of me pretty much on the ground drunk and you know laying with a pizza <laughs> just <laughs> i've got no shame because it's okay. Like I, I was that person then and I'm, I am who I am now. Like we yeah. all have um, ability to change and evolve. And just because we were someone yesterday doesn't mean that we can't be who we want to be today or tomorrow. Yeah. I think the hero's journey is actually something that, that humans just, it's, it's a normal process of getting actually somewhere or finding meaning in life or something. I don't, I don't think if, if I would be almost, a, I was almost a drop off at, at, at high school and, you know, almost didn't make it. And then, you know, somehow just by seeing my destiny of like, okay, you will always stay in this workers town. You will always hang out with your mates, smoking mm -hmm. pots, drinking alcohol and getting advice from your drug dealer um, <laughs> of like, okay, like maybe there is actually something else, but you have to face that reality or yeah. have to have to face, I guess, these... The unknown. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. And and also the health challenges that, that really get you down to like really want to change yeah. in a different direction. It's a totally it's a threshold. Like yeah, that's why some people don't understand like when they when you do make a change and mm. they're like, why did, like, why did you do mm. that? Or, mm. you know, they don't quite get it. But if you haven't reached rock bottom, mm. you can't ask someone why they, ch why they changed or why they didn't stay the same. Because if you didn't feel how, how horrible it feels to be at the bottom, like mm. literally feeling like you're scraping the barrel of life, then th they just don't understand. And you just got to leave them behind. Mm. And then hopefully they can, you know, make their transition later in life. Like I had to, really leave a lot of people behind because they just you know if they just don't if they don't feel like crap they don't get it you know so you've just you've got to do what you got to do to get well and mm. to change your life and if you want more do it take the risk like if you're fearful of it it probably just means that you need to do it even more mm. you know i completely removed myself from whatever everything that i had ever known living in melbourne and moved up to Queensland when I was 21 on my own. Oh, wow. And because I just, I had the opportunity. Um, I had a job offer just from being up here on a working holiday. Mm. And um, they said, I just went in there to meet these people. And they're like, you, you have a job in two weeks if you want it. And I was like, holy, okay. Um, <laughs> and I was just so ready for the change, you know. And yeah. I'm like, 
let's do it. Yeah. And it was the best thing I ever did, like move to Burley. And that place just facilitated the healing. It was, you know, to be, watch the sun come up over the ocean mm. every day, you mm. know. I mean, later learning about actually sunrises and mm. the penetration into the mind and um, the third eye and, you know, well, deeper parts of the brain, just how healing that is, you know. Yeah. And you think, you look at a sunrise and you're like, I can feel it, but you don't quite understand, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was it was amazing moving up here and making that change. And, you know, I guess I always thought that healing was was only something that can really be triggered by, like, taking pharmaceutical drugs. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I learned that pretty quick that that's not the case, you know, after quite a few years of literally living on antibiotics and getting quite addicted to sleeping tablets. Um, oh, wow. That mm. I just... You know, these sleeping tablets that I used to take were called Stillnox. You know, they're pretty much banned in Australia now and lots of other parts of the world because they are so hectic. You cannot remember anything. And, I mean, I was pretty crazy too. Like, I used to take them when I was drinking just because, like, I was trying to numb everything that, I, you know, I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to deal with back then and and because I was just feeling so crappy all the time and I was just feeling so sick and so tired and I guess just having something that, you know... I don't know, I guess just makes you feel really light and not in pain. Mm-hmm. You can see why that people get addicted to drugs, which, yeah. and I feel like most of the people that are addicted to drugs and like in a real slump these days, it's pharmaceutical drugs. Mm. That's what they're addicted to and that's what they're chasing because this stuff is way heavier than like cocaine and mm. all that sort of stuff. Mm. Like, and um, yeah, so just realizing that like sometimes the people that you think are there to help may not always help you so yeah. you need to help yourself yeah 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 and so what was what were one of the first things that you discovered when when moving up here and and going getting on a health journey um well what i first did was i went to see multiple different naturopaths mm. until i could find someone who i absolutely just clicked with and helped me straight away mm. i went through a few crappy ones and you know it was just a lot of money spent and didn't really get anywhere and it the body's complicated and when you've got a lot of different things going on it's really hard to pinpoint it and there's so many different tests you know i did a lot of like live blood analysis and blood tests and all that sort of stuff and i mean looking at my blood like have you ever done a live blood analysis never, never. and i've I've seen it happening on on stage with, i find that yeah i find it so interesting i yeah. love like cells and blood and yeah um i had a book actually my pa gave me when i was quite young and it was um the complete guide of the human anatomy yeah and we always used to discuss like cells and you know all that sort of stuff and back then i didn't quite understand it but yeah i've got this real um interest in cells which is why i love saunas so much obviously because of it's like a <laughs> cellular penetration it's yeah. one of the only things that can really um you know obviously the sun can do it but a sauna is just a breakdown of the frequencies of the sun so it you know gets into that cellular um level and stimulates the cells so um, what was I speaking about? I got a bit distracted. Oh, you know, talking about life, life blood analysis. And so, yeah, you, you, so you tested yourself first oh, a little bit, actually blood, triggering, figuring out what's, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and my blood was, I went to multiple different people to yeah. get my blood um, analysis and my blood was like glue. It was, um, even when my blood was drawn, if I were to get blood tests, like, mm. your blood is like really thick. It's, I can hardly even pull it out into the syringe. You know, like if you get a blood test and it comes out quite fast and mm. they have to quickly change yeah. it. They were like, like trying so hard to draw it out. And I remember like, I would cut the next day, I'd have like black bruises. I look like like I've just been shooting up or something because I just, my, my blood was so stagnant um, that, yeah, the area of like, they were just trying to suck it out so much. And yeah, the live blood, every single red blood cell was all stuck together. And it was, um, you could see all the bacteria in the blood and all the viruses. I was like, that is not cool. When you see something live, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, wow, I need to, I need yeah. to make a change. And they're like, you've got a lot of inflammation. <laughs> you've got candida. Or, you know, you've got a lot of viruses going on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what can you do to help me? And they're like, you know, you can try this and you can try that. There were so many different options. But I found a naturopath in Burley. Um, shout out to Wayne at Natmedica. He's, he helped me so much. And he actually works all through Frequency. It's actually a German technology. Um, yeah, what's it called? Um, is it Biocom? Bio, yeah. It's a Biocom machine. Yeah, it's all frequencies because everything has a frequency. Mm-hmm. Every virus, mm-hmm. um, 
every every food every living thing has mm -hmm. a frequency and they use this machine to bounce through your body and it bounces back like a signal if it picks up that frequency um it's a little bit more in depth than that yeah yeah but that's how i got to the bottom of um being able to find out what was really wrong with me and taking the right herbs and doing the right things and um yeah forever grateful that i found wayne and he really helped me but he was also super stoked that I was willing to help myself. I wasn't just relying on him and the supplements. I was doing the work. Um, I was, you know, just trying to get up early. I'd never been a morning person. Get up early, watch the sunrise, like go for a walk, drink your water, like do some juicing, drink, um, eat healthy food. Like I never liked fruits and veggies, like never. <laughs> I didn't eat a mango until I was like 22 years old. Whoa. I thought they were disgusting. Like, yeah. who am I? That's just, mm -mm -mm. I didn't eat avocado. I d literally lived on two-minute noodles, McDonald's, and white bread, and um, processed meat, and oh. salt, and table salt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a really crazy, like, salt addiction my entire life. Uh -huh. And I think that was just a mineral deficiency from day one. Mm -hmm. um, just body just constantly searching for the minerals. So, yeah, I... Oh, there's just so much to say. Like, it's been such an epic journey, like, to think back to where I was and now, like, you know, going through two amazing pregnancies and having two children um, on, you know, a plant-based diet. It's just, and just feeling well and feeling good, you know, having my gynecologist say, you know, you're at risk of, like, not being able to have children, like, with the, the precancerous mm -hmm. cells in my cervix and so much inflammation in my cervix. And she's like, you're going to have to have them, you know, cut out, like burnt off. Ooh. And I just did not feel comfortable with that. And I went against, <laughs> I did, I went against yeah. what, what. Oh, so like, that was even recommended by them. Wow. You know, that's what you have to do when you've got the precancerous cells. You've got to get them like surgically burnt yeah. off um, or cut out. Yeah. And you end up with like holes and burns and stuff in your cervix. And if, if you don't fix the the cells that are growing and multiplying, then you'll obviously end up with cervical cancer. And then you, your risk of not being able to have children is even higher and higher mm. the more mm. that it grows. And I was obviously in a lot of fear. Like I knew I wanted to have kids. Um, but yeah, that was a real turning point. I'm like, I need, I need to do something. My body's like screaming. It's like screaming yeah. at me to just help it, you know? So mm. um, yeah, and then getting a pap smear, I think I got a pap smear 12 months later um, after, you know, just being on that journey for 12 months and just doing the naturopath stuff working with the naturopath juicing like doing like four week juice cleanse um doing saunas back then but i didn't do infrared i just mm -hmm. did traditional saunas at mm. the gym uh you know i was super young 20 something year old you know i didn't have any money to go and buy a sauna and stuff but um yeah and just just doing all the work and 12 months later i got the all clear that i didn't have wow. the precancerous cells anymore so i was stoked and then i was pregnant within another three months after that and had my first child so fantastic it just all like escalates you know i think when you facilitate that change life just opens up one thing that that comes to mind before i ask you a little bit more about especially infrared saunas because mm. um you're such a no, you know vessel of knowledge about that and you know it's nice to interview someone who knows a lot about it you know knowing a lot quite a bit myself yes <laughs> as, <you should. laughs> as i should um so you, you know i know that some people who look into you know helping themselves and taking really sovereignty over their health rather than outsourcing it to someone else yeah um i do believe there are some pitfalls in like you know going too far in one direction or so on like it can wh what would you use as a marker to know like this is actually right for me is it always gut feeling or do you do a mixture out of like well i have to monitor my blood to or, or whatever or my hair samples uh, what test whatever test you do to just figure out like okay i i took this these supplements they really helped me mm. but i have the feeling now i'm not deficient now i have almost too much zinc in my body yeah. and i should not take that like how do you manage to to be like on the right side there um i, I think intuition comes into play yeah so strongly there um intuition is a huge huge step to being able to know what's mm. right and what's mm. wrong um you brought up saunas at the start mm. but um I think with with saunas, like for me, I always wanted my own sauna. <laughs> like, and I did so much research well before I, like it was seven years of research on infrared saunas before I actually took the plunge. You're kidding me, seven? Be seven years because I, I heard about them yeah. when I first went on my journey. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but there wasn't really many places around me that had them to try them. Yeah. And I did go somewhere. I can't remember where I went and I tried one and loved it. Yeah. But I love any saunas. Like I can't wait to go to Finland <laughs> so I can do like the real traditional yep. saunas and like jump in the icy lake, you know, because that is the core of like hot and cold therapy, is it not? Like Yeah, 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 it is. You don't get you don't need to just, you know, jump in a a machine that's two machines that are plugged into the wall yeah you just pretty much have a sauna that's lit by like fire Mm. and then you jump in an icy lake you know so you stimulate your body through that way but um saunas to me i knew that it was always going to take me to that next step and i knew i had issues with like cellular toxicity and i think that a lot of people in their journey go really far and they do a really really great job with getting their health to a point where they feel obviously really great compared Mm. to where they did where they started but cellular stimulation is hard without some technology or the knowledge of how you can stimulate your cells and cells hold on to toxins and they hold on to waste because they are trying to protect the body and if you've accumulated a lot of toxins over your lifetime unless you can break into the cell to get it out Mm. it's going to be stuck in there so you can be extremely healthy but if you're still holding on to like this kind of weird weight in areas or um, even like a lot of like water retention or you're just still feeling that fatigue and you're like doing everything right. I think saunas can be like that extra step. Yeah, actually on that, it's an anecdotal story, but um, one of my colleagues, she has has a customer and um, that customer took, um, what well, had cancer and, and used, um, you know, a thermo, um, what's, it, what's the word, um, chemotherapy mm-hmm. to you know, actually overcome the, the cancer. So has been cancer-free for 20 years. And when she started using infrared saunas, one of the first times she could smell that chemical in her mouth again, and she hadn't used the chemical for 20 years. So there's certainly yeah. something in it that, you know. Uh, there's a lot of science. And there's like, there's even um, demonstrations and stuff that you can, what, like, I don't know, I search really deep for this stuff. but mm. And you, you can see how it actually, how infrared penetrates the body because it goes to the bone Mm, you know mm. and it's invisible like so the best way that i describe it to people who don't understand infrared is like so imagine you've you've gone outside and it's a hot it's a it's a warm day Mm. and you're standing under the sun and it's you know you're looking at the sun it's really bright Mm. so it's obviously got visible light you can see that there is light penetrating onto your eyes so that's the visible spectrum of the sun Mm -hmm. but even if you were wearing clothing or you weren't wearing clothing, you can feel the heat from the sun. And that is what infrared frequency is. So when you're in a sauna and it's you don't have any lights on or anything, but you're heating up, it's the same frequency, which is infrared, which is penetrating deep into your body that's penetrating that heat. And that same infrared is what, that's how we keep our bodies warm. Mm. Every single human or any animal that creates heat is infrared heat. And infrared, the way that it, um, the way that it, how it spreads is that it's like a vibration. So once it hits one cell, it just it's like a domino effect on each cell, and all the cells just vibrate each other, and then that's how your whole body gets heated. And with that vibration from the cell releases, it opens the cell, releases the toxins out of the mm. cells, and then your pores open up, and then the sweat you sweat. So it's it's like gentle. But it's like, it seems really invasive because Mm. it's like it can get into your cells, Mm. which is what's what I love about it because there's there's really no other way that I know personally that you can stimulate your cells on that level just by sitting in a box, (laughs) you know, like otherwise, you know, you might have to take really hectic um, supplements or herbs, Mm. you know, that could also trigger like vomiting, um, or, you know, things like that. So, uh, not that, I mean, a sauna, if you're really toxic and you get in a sauna, you can feel really sick. Yeah, yeah, no, we have customers that would report that in the beginning they would have nausea or that would really feel like, well, that was a little bit too much. Like, I don't think this is good for me. And what we always say is like, you know, that might be so and talk to you, you know, medical advisor, whoever that might be. But Mm. um, just take it slowly and just do 20 minutes every day and, you know, see how it goes, have a break in between a day off and day on. And after a while, they can easily handle it. But there's certainly... Some people even don't know it, but there, there must it's be a opening, lot of toxins. It's like opening up a toxic box. Like if, you, if, <laughs> if you've never 
stimulated your cells ever in your entire life and you're 30 years old or 40 years old and mm. you get in a sauna just imagine all your cells just exploding like <laughs> this and releasing all of the stuff even if it's emotional like you know if you've mm. had a lot of emotional issues or you know things that you've dealt with and you really hold on to that like a sauna brings everything out like mm -hmm. there's so many times i've been in my sauna and just burst into tears and i'm like why am i crying like <laughs> because it's just such a it's such a good place to just release anything you're holding on to it doesn't matter if it's actual like toxins or heavy metals or chemicals or emotions um stress you know you just it's a place where you can just get it out release it and then you walk out that door feeling like a new person and i every single time i get in the sauna every single time i get out i'm like oh i feel so good and this mm. is why i love bikram like hot yoga mm. because it's pretty much the same they've got infrared heaters all over the roof and I mean, it's super intense. Like if you've never done, if you just walk into a hot yoga class and you've never been in a sauna and you've never done yoga, you're like, holy wow. Like um, I've never sweat so much in my life. I've never been so pushed in my life. But mm. you walk out of there just feeling like stronger because you've been so challenged and you've released so much out of your, you know, cellular toxicity and you've yeah. sweated out, you know. So many people just don't even sweat. Like, no, no, we, you we have to go, you have to like run a mile, you know, to be yeah. able to sweat as much as you sweat in a sauna, yeah. you know, which is, I'll make sure that I point out that like, it's so important to remineralize the body after you sweat that much. And if you use saunas a lot, like, you know, I had to learn this for myself that cause I wasn't really replacing my minerals enough and, you know, had some issues there, um, with just sweating, you know, so much using my sauna, having a sauna at home. Mm. Um, so it's really important to make sure you're rehydrated and you are really focusing on your mineral content um, to replace it. Cause if you taste your sweat, it's salty, just like your tears are salty. They're just minerals. So mm. you need to replace them. What would you recommend for that? Like some particular or multi um, trace minerals or something like that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot in terms of just an e the easiest way to generally get your minerals mm. across your every day is to get a really good salt. Um, okay. So yeah. like a Celtic salt or like a, a sea salt or something like that. But uh -huh. if you're just using table salt, which a lot of people don't recognize is that it's just two minerals. Um, that's why it's super processed into two minerals. And that's why it's really salty and yeah. really addictive table salt. Huh. It's just sodium chloride and it literally just makes you hold water. Yeah. That's pretty much what it does. But whereas like if you get salt from the sea, it could have more than 90 minerals in it. Hmm. Um, so do you want two minerals or do you want nine minerals? <laughs> 90, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take the 90. Yeah. Um, so I kind of mix it up with different salts. Yeah. Um, and, but I also eat oysters now mm. and oysters have helped me so much with getting those minerals in mm. and seaweed. Like I've always yeah. loved eating seaweeds. Yeah. I think it's really important, like especially iodine and things like that, that I feel like you literally, anyone struggles to get iodine unless you eat um, certain types of seafood, especially oysters and um, seaweeds like kelp. And kelp's really easy to implement into the diet if you just put um, kelp, like dried kelp powder um, into your salt shaker. And I, I make heaps of recipes where I actually just put the kelp in there, like especially for my kids because I want to make sure they get lots of minerals. So I make like my own um, version of Vegemite and put, um, <laughs> and put kelp in there and they absolutely love it. And that's what I wanted to do so that people can make that recipe too and be able to get their minerals in, but not feel like they're getting their minerals in. Like, mm. not like yeah, oh yeah, I'm just in. shotting these, you know, terrible yeah. tasting trace minerals yes. or, you know, taking a supplement. It's just a spread that you put on your toast or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But it's, that's what I like about food is like you get everything you need from the food, but it doesn't feel like getting it from like taking a supplement or it's like, a burden or it's a drainer to like, oh, I've got to pop that pill and do this just yep. to get what I need, mm. you know. And that's why I started eating oysters too because I was supplementing my diet with a lot of zinc and essential fatty acids, B12, iron and things like that. So I just really wanted to try and not do the supplements and just see if I can just eat some oysters now and then. And, yeah, just... And, that, and it's been amazing. I haven't taken yeah. any supplements. Oh, right. And I've just been doing the oysters every now and then. And they're so potent. They are so potent, um, full of minerals and things like iodine, DHA, all your essential fatty acids. And, like, you only need to eat a couple. I know you research everything very thoroughly before you do mm -hmm. it. So 
I can hear voices that would say, hmm, what about heavy metals that you find in the water? Like, what's your take on that when you eat like seafood like that? Yeah, I think there is a lot of issues with heavy metals, especially in fish. Um, people say that oysters are bottom feeders, but they're actually not because they, mm. they grow on like the rocks and they need mm. to be exposed to the sun um, in and out of tides mm. to grow. So they're not bottom feeders at all. Um, unlike some other shellfish, like lobsters and crabs and stuff, and they do feed off the bottom of the ocean, which, you know... Where the heavy metal set. When they settle down, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's a good point. Um, I personally don't think there's any issues with oysters with heavy metals, but in terms of heavy metals, heavy metals need... We need metals. Like zinc is a metal, but you need to balance it with mineral with other minerals, and you might hold on to, like, toxic levels of of heavy metals because you don't have enough minerals to be able to like take them out of the body or balance them out like if you don't have selenium yeah you can't get rid of like mercury and yeah. stuff like that i talked to john bumpers who is, is um, does mineral hair analysis and he was saying well you know if there's no mineral a heavy metal is better than no mineral hmm. like okay you know that's but that, that's really short term and he said well yes but if you would have a better mineral available you're actually not open for toxics, mm -hmm. to toxic heavy metals like mm -hmm. that because you're actually, your body is good and it can shield itself to yeah. it. And I thought that, that would really open my mind. That was just recently that he, he, he was on the show and, and explained that to me. And I thought, okay, that's fine. Well, this is minerals are found, like heavy metals are found that's all through the soil. Like it's natural to the earth to be like, how do we come up with these metals to mm. even build metals like mm. aluminum and mm -mm. stuff like that is because it's in it comes from the earth like we're all got these metals in us it's mm. just that they get out of balance mm. so because we need minerals to mm. be able to balance them out and we need a lot of different minerals not just like magnesium mm. you know that obviously <laughs> that's like so pushed you know yes, yes, yes. and it's pushed because 90 percent of the population that have ever been studied is deficient in magnesium yeah so it has become better, by the way, because of that push. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Good, you know? At least one. Well, it's just like <laughs> iodine. You know, the whole reason that iodine even came out in the early 1900s was because there's like, I think it's a place in somewhere in the States. It's um, And everyone in this vicinity got goiter, which is like mm. a swollen mm -hmm. uh, thyroid. And it's like a huge, it, it blows up. It's like you get this huge neck and it's an iodine deficiency. And it's an iodine they got an iodine deficiency because the soils were depleted in iodine and they uh they were away from the coast so they weren't eating any seafood um or any salt coming from the sea uh -huh. and because of even if you have salt from the mountains if they've had a lot of rainfall over millions of years it washes away and because iodine is like dissipates into the air mm. so it just um they had no iodine so like it's one mineral that if you're deficient in, you have thyroid problems. And how many people have thyroid, thyroid problems? Like, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know? Horm yeah. And that's your hormones. If your thyroid's messed up, that's your hormones are messed up. And if your hormones are messed up, your mind's messed up, your digestion's messed up, your fertility. Like, it's, it's crazy. So, minerals are so important in terms of, in any aspect of health, but in terms of heavy metals, like you said. I think we all hold heavy metals and we all take them in with everything that we eat but they need to be balanced out with minerals and they're not toxic when you have minerals. Hmm. Did you look into how infrared saunas actually help to pull out heavy metals as well? Well, like through the cells? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the same thing because I think mm. like, because like if we take in too much of something in our body, mm. um, it, it, it will get absorbed into the cells and especially into the fat cells. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people when they are healthy, like I said, after a period of time, but they're still holding on to this like fat deposit. Yeah. yeah. And they can't quite shift it because it's your body is protecting itself with mm. all of this toxic overload that you've put in and it stuffs it in the cell because the cell is the safest place to be. Mm. So it doesn't go in your brain. So it doesn't go in any other parts of your body. It's like in the cell and it's kind of just keeps itself safe there. Mm. So that's why I reckon it's saunas infrared is one of the only ways to really get it out. I mean, unless you're like excessive, like... Ex which is really hard to do but like excessive exercising where you're really stimulating your body on that level of yeah. like wanting to vomit type of exercise yeah. I, it's not not everyone's gonna do that yeah yeah i i had a family friend and he had been overweight for years and years and years like for decades like up to his 40s mid 40s and then he really wanted to shift because he didn't want an, an escalator to be part of his setup to get actually into his house when he got older so mm. he started to do marathons a lot of marathons but had no idea about health uh, 
or you know supplements any of that and um i think he died within five years and mm. and i thought that makes sort of sense if you release all these things that are stored in it i know his diet was certainly not healthy um so much fast food and all, all the rest of it you know and certainly not organic food at one stage when you then all shed that within such a short period of time the organs just get mm. overloaded i will just i just want to say with the whole experiment thing and i've said this multiple times like with veganism mm. because i uh, like who am i trusting with the information on veganism with mm. my own health and with the health of my children mm. if i don't if if I feel intuitively like I should change or adapt, but should I stop myself because like the vegan society, like I should be sticking to the rules, you know, type of thing. I think like, I feel like I could just be just a big experiment because mm. this is really the first big boom in, in plant-based eating and in veganism in the last like 10, 15 years. So what type of experiment am I contributing to? And I'm also... Um, encouraging other people to try so that's why i i try and be a lot more flexible and even just with bringing the oysters in like after eight years i brought the oysters, oysters mm. in only because i felt intuitively like it was the right thing to do for me if someone wants to have something against me about that i'm like well you know what you didn't give birth to two children you didn't breastfeed feed for five years you didn't give all your minerals and all your nutrients away mm. to someone else so you don't feel how i feel so like get off my back like mm. if i try it and i don't end up liking it or it just feeds me for a year mm. and then i don't eat them for another five i feel like everybody just needs to be a bit more flexible with anything that they're approaching because really we're just like there's a there's very few people that have like lived a really long life being a full vegan from birth till death from mm. you know 100 years old so yeah and i just think that there's a lot of like yeah room to be able to move there and that's why i really say like i'm plant-based because mm. if you look up the definition of plant-based it's like <laughs> mostly plant plant-based diet with very little or no animal products yeah and that's that's just the way that i like to approach it yeah i think it's healthy because if you are really strict and i remember um you know at one stage there was a lot of soy in a even vegetarian yeah. diet that was just the way to do it and some sometimes still is and I'm convinced that um, when I look at my, my sister, she used, used to be a vegan for a long, long time. Mm. And during her peak where she would drink vegan milk, vegan yogurt, has uh, vegan meat in, in her pasta, um, her hormones were so much out that she went on hormone replacement, which she is still on, wow. even though she's not vegetarian anymore, right? Yeah, but, you know, right. that the whole soy thing really didn't work for her. I'm not saying it's for and everyone, th but it's an experiment. It is. And I think with soy, like, if you're not eating it organic you're eating it genetically modified. Mm -mm -mm. It's, and most soy is genetically modified. And if you look up what genetically modified organisms do to the body and mm. the, to the DNA and to the cell, you will understand that that's probably more of the problem of that soy than it is the soy itself. So organic soy is completely different to general GMO soy. Mm. Um, and I think just anything in just too... Too, too much of something you know is not a good thing no. and if you and if you're having mock meats and soy milk and soy yogurt and like soy pro, like you know textured protein and all sorts of stuff because they're just trying to replace the meat mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the yogurts and things like that of what they you know thought their normal diet consisted of pre-veganism i mean there's so many products out there now with veganism it's like insane <laughs> and it's just like just because you're eating a vegan burger or a vegan hot dog doesn't make you healthy. No. Like, there's nothing really healthy like about yeah. it. Like you're just taking the cruelty out of it, which is good. Yeah, no, no, definitely. But it's yeah. not if you're gonna eat that stuff, like I'll have that stuff every now and then. But if you wanna eat plate replace your diet with just mock everything, you're just not gonna be healthy. It's the same with this mineral deficiency, right? If people say like, you know, I, I eat fresh only from the farmers market. Mm. So you know, okay, is it an organic farmers market? No, it's not. Okay, then it might actually cause other problems. Not saying that it's wrong, but it's not like there is one truth and, and yeah. it really depends on where you are. If that's the best you can get, fine. But yeah. you know, um I would go for someone who is also really mineral rich who grows mineral rich and understands yeah, and understands putting you have to put it in the soil for yeah. it to be in the plant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like you can't just it's not just magically gonna be there. You have to put it in the soil and the yeah. soil has to be full of micro you know activity that's it and it has to be full of that otherwise you it's just not going to be in the soil mm. the, and the plant will still grow to some extent 
if you're missing a lot of other minerals then the plant might not grow as well or it won't have you know the bright color or whatnot but we've gotten pretty smart with like growing vegetables on minimal minimal amount of um minerals and it still looks great Mm. you know but yeah it's it's so important that the soil (laughs) is remineralized and allowed to sit and i think like we have such a fast turnover with Mm. um, with growth and with harvesting that the soil is is practically dead and they add everything to it hey um i wanted to ask you one more question about infrared saunas because it's really weird to have a, a specialist on that that on uh, on the show so sort of what's your your protocol around infrared sauna because you really maximize sort of your time there and, and you do it re- quite frequently too right yeah mm. i like to do infrared probably about like three times a week like m- minimal time like mm-hmm. sometimes i like to do it more it depends on it depends on the weather like in summer i'll do it a lot less mm-hmm. and also if i'm practicing like going i can obviously do hot yoga in my sauna but i sometimes like to go to a class because i like to bounce off other people's energy and cool. Um, I like to support, you know, the teachers and stuff that are out there teaching. So three times a week, mm. um, I say three to four times a week. And how I sort of do it is I create a, I create the space within mm-hmm. the space. So for me, I'm all about atmosphere. Like I obviously love that you've got in the saunas, you've got the LED mm-hmm. um, light therapy in the, in the ceiling that you can change the colors and I usually always put it on red. I just love the red frequency. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just cuz I'm always I'm looking for any type of relaxation mm. in a minimal amount of mm-hmm. time. Like obviously with kids and family like you just you don't get a lot of time to just fully relax and switch mm. off. So the red is is the best one for that and it's scientifically proven that red is the deepest penetrating and for color for healing. Um yeah, so I switched the light on and I've got a lot of stuff in my sauna. Like, yeah, I, I do, I do like gua sha, um, massage. I've got a lot of oils. Like the wood in my sauna is just covered in oils. Mm. Um, I do like essential oils. I do cupping. Um, wow. I, I've just got to got like a basket with everything and I kind of just go with how I feel in the day um, with what I feel that I need. And I kind of mix it up and I've got some books in there. Like sometimes I'll stay in a little bit longer, even if like after the heat is switched off just to fully relax. Sometimes I do weights. Like I've got like a little, little dumbbell in there, or like some leg weights. I'll just add into like a yoga routine or I'll do Bikram. Or sometimes I'll just sit or I'll just lay. Like I've got the yoga sanctuary so I can fully lay straight on the mm, floor, which mm. is amazing and stand <laughs> up. Um, so it depends on the day, honestly, what I do. My routine is never, ever the same. And I'm like that in life in general. I never do the same thing every single day. Mm. I really flow with yep. what I'm guided to, to do on the day or how I feel in the day or the energy I want to give out or, or put into myself. So, um, but what I always do is, is hydrate and replenish my body. So sometimes um, if I'm really limited with time, I'll, take, I'll make a smoothie um, I can take a smoothie in there or make a juice and actually like drink it while I'm in there instead of just water. Um, sometimes I'll do actually, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but the niacin flush protocol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. So yeah. I, that's, I mean, in terms of detoxing the cells, like that's, a, that's also a really great way. Not as, um, uh, not as much as like what a, what an infrared sauna can do, but when you pair Sometimes, like every now and then, I'll do the niacin flush and the charcoal smoothie, um, and then the sauna. So uh, there's so many different ways. Like mm. I use my sauna, and that's what's great about it because it's not just I just get in there and sit in there and that's it and it's boring. It's <laughs> it's in my home and I can I can do really whatever I want with it and mm-hmm. in it. And sometimes it's full relax and sometimes I blast the music. And I just sing or, you know, I just let my body flow and just sort of get into my own flow of yoga or stretching or dancing. Um, I do headstands. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, great. I just do anything in there. Whatever. It's just such a space to be myself. And just there's no opinions of me. There's no one watching me. I can just let my body kind of flow and, and literally like let it flow, like let the sweat flow. It comes like when you when you clean your skin after after a certain amount of time of using like doing sauna practice your pores become like unclogged you know if you've if you've never used a sauna and you never really sweat 
properly like during exercise but you're the kind of person that puts a lot of products on your skin um or you're ex- you know just exposed to mm-hmm. the environment and like you live in a populated area you you your pores can become really clogged and you can have issues with sweating so sometimes the first time you get in a sauna you literally don't sweat like you feel so hot but you're like i can't release the sweat you know because you're just quite you know toxic and built up so once you get that your pores clean your skin clean the sweat that comes out is so cleansing i don't know how you feel when you sweat that much but Mm -hmm. like oh my god i'm just like i love this yeah i just like let it it's literally pours like a waterfall Mm. and it just feels so and then you're drinking like if you've just made this epic juice you know it's got celery it's got lemon it's got ginger it's got cucumber and you're drinking that while you're sweating it just feels like you're just it's like a transfusion you Mm. know like you've let obviously a transfusion is like you get a transfusion when you lose a lot of blood Mm. so you replace it with good blood but it's like great wet as water yeah Yeah. you like sweat all of that stuff out but then you take in the good stuff and I think pairing it like that, that's why I always pair my sauna with like good like um, liquids, like hydrating, replenishing the minerals, yeah. replenishing yep. your body. Because if you don't, you can feel like hell after a sauna. You can get <laughs> headaches. Yep. I mean, even if you're hydrated, but if you're quite toxic, you can definitely get headaches or feel really out of it. But just commit to it and just, just really keep going with it. And just really think of like you're giving out a lot in in a sauna. You're releasing a lot. If it's like I said, emotionally, um, physically with the sweat, um, on a cellular level with the toxicity, you've got to replenish it and yeah. like help your body deal with releasing. So um, yeah, I just um, I always love to pair it with things and oh, and there's nothing better than getting a cold shower after like literally sitting there like i'm either gonna like throw up or i'm not sure like and there's i'm not sure who said it but there's a guy who said um um it's called like the fever state when you're in i can't remember who it is you mean hypothermia no 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 no. Mm. so like you know like when you have a fever yeah you obviously your your body raises rises Mm. your body temperature Mm. rises um and you sweat and you get cold chills and stuff when you're in a sauna to really facilitate that um like for your lymphatic system to release you know like your natural killer cells mm. and stuff to fight viruses mm. you need to get to that point of like a fever so it's like right a where the heat shock proteins are properly released yeah so you're like mm. you can feel a bit shaky you can feel quite sick just like if you're if you've yes. got a fever you uh-huh. feel like nauseous you feel yeah. a bit like you're in pain you're not sure if you're hot you're cold and then that's when you get out is when yeah, I don't do it every time, but mm-hmm. there's sometimes I really push myself just because I really want to trigger my lymphatic system to um, release those like white blood cells and just fight anything that I've got mm-hmm. going on in mm-hmm. my body. And and then you go and you sleep and you wake up the next day like a new person. Yep. Yeah. 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 I love those nights. Yeah. During your journey, especially the early days, like yep. what were the the plants that you? How did you figure out what what were the plants that you know really worked for you and and yep. which ones were those? Oh my god! Well, there's so many. Wow. Um, I get, I'm trying to think about the people listening, right? So, like, mm. I always want to give something to someone that they can take away, so they That's can it. apply it to their life. Yeah. And if I would, oh, I'm trying to think of some like really top plants that I think help everybody. Mm. Celery, because celery is like it literally works in tune with like all of your internal organs yeah and it flushes like all of those internal organs and it cleanses the liver and it makes you pee so Mm. it's you know really flushing the kidneys and they're two areas that people have major issues with like liver and kidneys yeah and um you know with celery like i'll use it in different ways like i love putting it in juice but obviously there's a whole celery juice craze you know with um anthony william the Mm. medical medium which i think is amazing like Mm -hmm. i just love that he has broadcasted this information to the world and you've got people like kim kardashian drinking (laughs) celery juice and promoting it i'm like yes like she's doing something good like you know actually helping other people change in a positive way um so celery like i cut up celery really small and put it on my avocado toast on sourdough it's a little bit like it was it's a bit weird but it's seriously amazing um (laughs) and it's just another great way to get celery in um 
Honestly, I think all plants and I think greens in general, like leafy greens, are extremely important for the body um, to really alkalize the body and balance out that like acidity. And I just think that they're underrated. Like lettuce is really underrated and you can just make a salad. Salads don't have to be complicated if you don't want them to be or if you're overwhelmed by eating a salad or making one yourself because oh, I've got to add the tomato and I've got to add the seeds and I've got to add the dressing and you know all of these different components to a salad just make a salad with a whole lettuce Mm. avocado and some celtic salt Mm. and just mix it up it's like the best thing ever Mm. and if you just like if you're new to salads or you know whatnot just just start with that and then you add toppings as you go or yeah you know and i think like because i'm now like i'm i'm busy like you know i've got kids and businesses and all sorts of stuff and um Sometimes I don't have the time, you know, but I want to have a salad. So I just, you know, just do a whole head of lettuce, one avocado, Mm. some Celtic salt, maybe some hemp seeds, you know, and like simple things can be sometimes the best things. And especially I think in terms of like where people are starting out because they think it's really complicated to Mm. eat plants and, and, um, you know, make them in the right way or, you know, otherwise they're going to taste bad. But if you just keep it really simple, um, juicing... I for me has helped me from the very start like Mm -hmm. I kicked off my like plant-based journey with a four-week juice cleanse and I sort of followed the like lightly to the protocol of the Gerson therapy which Mm -hmm. is like a cancer-based therapy Um, and I paired the juicing with um, coffee enemas and that that was the that was honestly the best thing I did to start because it cleansed my body internally but it helped me gain a bit of um a bit of just control again over myself um, and just and and I felt the benefits straight away like after that the first day was a little bit hard you know the cravings come up for food or you know for all of the other things you want to eat but the juice is delicious mm. like it actually is so good you don't just have to drink celery juice you know like put some apples in it Mm -mm. apples are amazing for the liver and apples are amazing for your stomach acid which then help with your enzymes and your breakdown of your food and stuff so like don't be scared of the fruit i think people are really scared of fruit um and even juicing because so many of these you know big experts are like you know juicing is just sugar Mm. but it's it's sort of like if you are just juicing only apples then yeah like yeah if you're getting other things other than just the sugar but that apple juice that you've just juiced yourself mm-hmm. is not the same that's in the shop that's yeah. apple ju- that's a hundred percent or 99 percent apple juice with citric acid like yeah completely different that juice has not gone through the juice that you made hasn't gone through heat process you know filtration process and literally being killed off like yeah. there's still a lot going on in there other than just sugar if you've got issues with candida and bacteria and stuff in your body and fungus, then you might have some problems because that sugar is also trying to, it's trying to fight off what's going on, but it's also feeding like the bacteria at the same time. And if you've got a lot of waste product still going on in your digestive system, it's just kind of adding, it can definitely add a bit of fuel to the fire, but add the veggies in, you know. When you say fuel in the fire, that's actually one thing that if you have a recommendation for that, because some people would, you know, their digestive fire actually has gone up because they're, they're too far along the like just green juices, just just raw food, which actually, you know, can also cause a lot of problems over time in, in their digestion. Or, you know, people who have just a colder constitution just needs that heat in their, their food. Um, do you have some things that really comfort the, the gut and sort of su- support the gut from that side of things? Um, well, I think it's kind of different for every everyone Mm. like i and i I talk about climate a lot actually Mm. like over the years because i used to live in melbourne and it's quite cold down there and you know if i go down there and sort of try and be like oh well i'm gonna have like a liter smoothie for breakfast i'm gonna have half a watermelon or but i'm like i don't feel like it it's cold or if i eat it then i feel cold and it takes me a long time to like warm up or i have to sit over the heater or whatnot so i think like it depends on like the climate that you're in you know obviously now like i'm in a sort of subtropical climate Mm. living in um in queensland and i my body feels comfortable and good eating a lot of fruits but i also balance that out with eating cooked food as well Mm. you know so i'm not like um i haven't been completely raw vegan since before i was pregnant Mm. because i couldn't um 
my body just wanted like yeah. as soon as I got pregnant I just wanted cooked I wanted warm foods I wanted curries and um spices and like just warm like potatoes you know mm-hmm. and I just that was there's nothing wrong with that no you know so I, I kind of think everyone's a bit different in like what they need to make their body feel comfortable and good and it's also confusing because it depends what you've got going on like when I've had like candida problems I did have to cut out a lot of the fruit for a while mm. and just really try and focus on like low sugar fruits like berries and things like that instead of just like going and having a thousand bananas you know mm. or mm. Um, <laughs> drinking a lot of like juices with apples and stuff like that so it's i don't really want to give that advice like it's one thing for everyone no, like, i eat a not. lot yeah. of different things like you know i've got a recipe book with hundreds of recipes in it from cooked food to juices to smoothies to treats chocolate and ice cream and cakes and <laughs> muffins and toasties and curries and noodles like you, there is so many options but i think like the way i eat is just not the way like you're gonna eat yeah and it just depends on like also how you've been hey? brought up like the environment that you were brought up the way that you were raised like your taste buds and the condition the conditioning that your taste buds had like and i've always liked saltier foods i like i like savory type of foods um so i'm not overly like a dessert type of person never have been you know but then some really healthy people make beautiful versions of like dessert types of foods so and they thrive off that and they do really well on that Hmm. you know so but I, i mean i think if I don't know if anyone's going to just start and just or just want to try something you know maybe with the advice from me um I would honestly start with like a celery apple juice in the morning which is amazing and it's just like just drink that and have you have your normal breakfast yeah just kind of just get into the flow of like just buy a juicer you don't have to go crazy like cold press is obviously the best but not everyone can afford like 500 to a thousand to more on a cold press juicer and if you're new to juicing i've had a breville juice fountain for like 10 years Mm. and as long as you drink that juice pretty much straight away like i don't know you can fight all the people like oh it kills the nutrients but it has given me (laughs) such good results that Mm. there is just that the proof is in the pudding and i feel absolutely comfortable you know juicing with that juicer and i love it and it only costs i think like under 150 bucks mm, or something mm, i used to have a river yeah 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 and it's just it's easy for people instead of like if you're new to health and someone t- that you go and get this cold pressed juice and you have to cut up all your veggies mm. tiny and it's really slow and like you work full time or you've got kids like it kind of puts you off mm. so you know you kind of yeah just thanks for that just give it a go hey uh, before we finish off i have always three questions that i ask our guests yep. and um uh, I don't know if I've told you them before this show, but one the first one would be what are the three things that get you out of bed, like you know, motivation wise <laughs> that you actually want to uh, get up? My fiance and my two kids, <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. No, but um, yes, them. But um, honestly, just I've got two legs to stand on and mm. love to give and receive. Mm. Like I think that that is the best thing to wake up to mm. and it's i'm so grateful for that every single day that i can just wake up like so many people die in their sleep i think there's like a <laughs> weird statistic on that it's like um a lot of people yeah all oh, right i don't, I don't know. know a lot yeah i can't actually say that it's like a lot of people just randomly die in their sleep every night and never wake up yeah so, oh well you know many many wish, people wish that actually so maybe that's also part of why it happens yeah well yeah, I know I'm just. Ha- I'm happy to open my eyes, and I feel good because I've had a lot of times where I've woken up and I and yeah. I feel like absolute ass, and I just feel like I don't really want to do anything. I have no motivation. I feel horrible inside. My mental my mental state is not good. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of feel like I'm just doomed, you know. So when you get out of that and you feel that you wake up and feel grateful, mm. it just triggers this like response of gratefulness for the rest of the day and you're like and everything you look at like i look at my kids even if they're like i was just just talking to a friend about it like Brady's like he's just so loud at the moment you know but i'm like i'm still i'm so grateful for you like i gave birth to you like you're smiling you're happy you're thriving like i can't believe that i'm able to give you that that your life like you know and i think just everything the sun hitting my face like the birds chirping being able to walk into my kitchen and pour a nice glass of water 
like how many people don't even have good water mm. like i just think that everything is i'm so aware of everything now like since just changing and i think hitting that rock bottom was the best thing that ever happened to mm. me because i would probably maybe have never realized or but that's like what people say you know like a near-death experience oh yeah, yeah definitely that's a, i think that is really the hero's journey that is sometimes needed to really appreciate life but also to to make a turn you know yeah. and just really get that kick up the butt and say like, okay you know now it's yeah. time to make, make a change yeah you gotta make a change so yeah S second question mm. um what is it at the moment that that you absolutely fired up about is there one thing that at the moment my thing at the moment is this yeah podcasting. <laughs> um really at the moment i'm really focused on my kids yeah and i'm it's a it's a really big juggle actually because i feel like so many other areas of my life are just moving forward so fast like especially like instagram and business and there's so many opportunities but i'm never going to get this opportunity with my kids right now to mm -hmm. to really be there and focus on them and give them what they need and um my son's just finished his first year of school mm. and you know and i've been i'm a bit off and on about it i'm like because i've always really wanted to homeschool or send him to like a steiner or montessori based school and he did kindy montessori but anyway it's a long story but he ended up going to a, a different a non um, steiner or montessori type school and yeah just after the first year you know it was it was full on like school is just the routine of it and trying to juggle work and family life and all of that in between so i'm just really processing that now because he literally f finished last friday and i've just got this fire in my belly of wanting to do something a little different and i'm not really sure how it's where it's going to go um so yeah i'm just i'm just juggling all of that always trying to give my energy to other people like online and, and share as much as i can but you know being gentle with myself to step away and that i can i can literally go mia for a week and that's okay mm, you know exactly. and like if i just have to be with my kids like look, we've just been on a little break for four days just me and the kids and my partner's still working and like that's just what i want to do yeah i just want to be with them and i'm like oh, i get to spend all week with you like you know i don't have to drop you off at school and i want to just be with you again so i'm just sort of yeah that's really what's on my mind at the moment and do I homeschool? Do I see what else I can work out with? Like someone mentioned to me about you can do like half-half, like half homeschool, half school. So I'm like, oh, I might, might do something like that. But yeah, that's, mm. that's what's on my mind. Definitely Pretty like cool. even just today, like I'm just yeah. really, really thinking about it and really want to just be, I want to be the biggest leader in, in, in my children's life at the yeah. moment anyway. Why they're so young because they're just such little sponges. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe he's spending too much time at school, like with, you know, these other people. And I felt like I lost a little bit of touch there. Mm. Very cool. And um, yeah, that's what I'm focusing on. Last question. And that's um, just a quick one. Yeah. Why do you think we exist? Like, why do you think humans exist? What, what, why are we here? Like, what, what's your take on this whole thing? Oh, <laughs> oh that's so deep. Um I, it's really hard. That's a really hard question because I think like multiple things. I think we're here to evolve. And there's a weird part of me that thinks that everything happen, is happening the way that it's supposed to, even though everything seems really bad sometimes. But like just saying just before about having hitting rock bottom, to make a change it's like i mean are we are we faced with like a mass extinction i mean a lot of people say that a lot of people say we've only got so long left before you know something major happens in the world so oh, really yeah all oh, right like before i mean before there's like major <laughs> yeah issues like with our oceans literally all of our oceans being polluted with plastic and then all of our ocean life dying and anyway i won't try and get too heavy on that side of things but i think yeah, I don't, honestly don't really know how to answer that because I think we're just here to share and be there for each other and evolve and just just share the love. Yeah. Like share the love and like see where it takes you. But in saying that, I think that a lot of people don't do any of that <laughs> <laughs> and they're just all about themselves and 
you know they don't give any love out and they just receive everything and and and, I, and they're a lot of the people that rule a lot of the parts of the world which is why we could be going you know we're sort of not doing the best for our planet and for each other at the moment mm. it's like really i don't know i get really weighed down with with world problems yeah i can see that and that's why i don't watch a lot of news and stuff and i don't yeah. try and get myself too caught up like a lot of people are like why don't you share that on your social why don't you do this i'm like it hurts my heart like i feel like i just want to move to the bush and never talk to anyone ever again <laughs> in my life because i just feel like the world is doomed you know okay like you can't you know just with just just horror just so much horrible things and but if I get too caught, it really it sits really heavy on my shoulders, and I don't think it's necessarily my responsibility to to hold on to all of that and make a difference in every single aspect. Like I do what I can to share what I know about and what I'm passionate about and what I think's making a really big difference, but I can't make a change on everything <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything that I even understand. Well, I like that you say we're here to receive and to give and to be love yeah let's let's finish on that okay. so thank you very much for sharing the love by sharing so much wisdom and you know all the work that you do also online to really share thank all you. that you experience and then you know what you learn and distill out of that for other people to to walk their path and you know take take what works for them so i, Likewise, I really appreciate Sebastian. your work yeah thank yeah you. anytime thank you so much for <laughs> thanks coming. Sebastian. guys thank you so much for listening to the sauna show my name is sebastian mirau and this episode was sponsored by clear jacuzzi saunas the world's leading provider of superior quality full spectrum infrared saunas you can find more information and resources for this podcast at thesaunashow.com all one word or on instagram at the sauna show please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with friends until next time have the best day ever